When I got pulled for the DUI, yeah. I had had dinner with Lionel and John Legend that night. Oh, and the policeman says, where have you been? I said, out for dinner. Who with? I said, John Legend and Lionel Richie. He must have thought you were an asshole. You know what I mean? He thought you were an asshole. So that wasn't a great start. And then the whole thing went from bad to worse. So oh. the real lesson is, when you think you're OK, you may not be. Yeah. Huh. Hello and welcome to Bravo, Bravo, Effing Bravo. Good morning, Mariana. Good morning, hunty. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, not bad. You know, can't complain. It's Friday. It's Friday and we're in a brand new world because Teresa Judice is married. Jesus wow. Christ. Part what of me is a little disappointed that we get all this news because then it's you not going to be so dramatic. Yeah. Having said all that, I'm going to spill the tea. Oh, yeah. I was with my cousin on the Gold Coast, who's the housewife-obsessed cousin, and she was saying it's, it's the same vibe as when Jen Shah got arrested, mm. when all the news about Erica happened. She was, yeah. like, checking the socials, and she was something else to be seen because she was looking at, like, Joe's Instagram story, and she's like, it looks like they're at the Shaw house. And I was like, how do you know that just from the windows? Like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they were definitely at the Shaw house. Oh, Oof. Melissa ooh, and Joe ooh. went to the shore and hung out with 50 of their closest friends. I would never have guessed that Melissa, of all people, would give up a spot on a set. Like, give up yeah, a scene. Yeah, that's I, I'm true. Shocked. That is true. So, you know, have you been reading all the tea? I've, as much as I can. Yeah, so I probably missed I'm a lot. There's a lot of tea. telling you stuff you already know. But anywho, so, okay, all about the truth, that site whatever, handle, sorry. <laughs> you know me, I get this from the fucking page six. So they said that a source close to production, and to be mm. honest, it feels like this source is either Teresa or Jennifer Aiden. Or <laughs> Jill Zarin. Exactly. Well, she was at the wedding. So it all apparently started when Margaret and her former BFF from like school, Laura Lee Jansen, which I thought that was weird that her name was Jansen because isn't that Margaret's ex-surname? Oh, I don't know. They had a falling out. Laura was pissed at Margaret and to get back at her, she had some three-hour get-together with Jennifer Aiden and Teresa and apparently they were just talking, talking and then this shit came up that Margaret had told Laura or Laura Lee, whatever, that Melissa allegedly cheated on Joe by making out with a guy named Nick, Nick Barotta, and that she saw it. And okay. so this guy, Nick, he and his wife are really good friends with Melissa and Joe. So Ooh. Jennifer apparently tells Teresa and of Teresa and obviously, well, which is weird because I thought that Teresa was there. But anyways, this is where the inconsistency starts for me. I'm like, okay, so. And yet everyone's acting as I would have expected. <laughs> yes, exactly. Allegedly, Teresa and Louis tell Joe off camera before the season started filming and that Teresa was never going to bring it up on camera. This is why I think it's from either Teresa or Jennifer Aiden's camp. She mm -hmm. was never going to bring it up on camera, bullshit, but that she wanted Joe to know that Margaret had started the rumour. See, but I was thinking Margaret and Teresa were now friends. Well, I mean, she did go to the wedding, but that's because they're on the show. So you can't yeah. not invite her when production's fucking paying for half of it or whatever. Okay. Like okay. production chipped into paying for the wedding. Obviously. This Half of million, the hair budget. This million-dollar wedding, Jesus Christ. When they start filming, Margaret's aware that the info's out there. This is what this source is saying. 
and goes after Jennifer, this time calling her a drug addict. <laughs> That's when Jennifer tells the new house, there's a new housewife, Danielle. Okay. What Margaret had said about Melissa. Danielle tells Melissa and that Jennifer and no one else believed it, but that it came from Margaret and her former BFF. Mm-hmm. So this is why I'm like, this sounds very skewed, this, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, version of events. So a few days before the wedding, they're filming the season finale. Melissa blames Teresa for the entire thing. Louis upset that Teresa's being blamed. Joe Gorga ends up charging at Louis. And we all remember <laughs> what happens when he charges people. At least he won't have the coloured hairspray. And that he had to be restrained. And then the next day they made the announcement they're not going to the wedding. Oh. Like I said, I found that very skewed with that whole Teresa wasn't going to say anything. It's like, oh, fucking bullshit. She hates Melissa. She hates her brother. Of course. I heard it was like uh, Teresa didn't immediately deny it on camera or something and that's what they're mad at, you know, because you have to defend Joe in the moment or else you you cut out. And same with Teresa. If you don't say anything, they're all fucking precious. I mean, they really are. (laughs) God bless their hearts. They all hate each other. Yeah. Being on the show forces them to spend time together. I reckon they were that kind of family that would see each other at special events. That's it. Mm -hmm. I just think, like, how do you come back from this? Like, from declining to attend your sister's wedding. That's a big, that's a big hurdle. Do you really see this being Teresa's last wedding? No, but like if they boycotted the wedding because of Louis, because Louis's all wrong, but yeah. it seems like he's boycotting the wedding because Teresa's a bitch to him. I don't know how you repair that relationship. I mean, I read other stuff that they were having problems with Louis as well this season. Well, I mean, he is a dirty dog. Yeah, with a, a, a temper. Do you believe that? Maybe Melissa cheated on Joe? I mean, I saw photos of the guy. He's fucking hot. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. a sexy man. I don't know. I really don't. I mean, I don't care. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that's the thing. Yeah, I forget that I don't care about Melissa. I, just I get caught care. up in this. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'd believe it or not believe it of anyone. You know what I mean? I don't think you can say, oh, that person wouldn't or that person would. You never know, right? Yeah. Yeah. I I never have a feeling of they would never do that about, we're human beings. We force ourselves to be monogamous. It's not a natural human state. If it was, we'd be better at it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I still hope for Joe and Melissa to get divorced as well. You know, I love a bloody relationship breakdown. Get rid of them. (laughs) Oh God, that would be funny. He'd still be on the show, even if his wife wasn't on the show. Yeah, and he's not talking to his sister. He'll just, you know, oh. be in Frank's scenes. He'd be in Frank's scenes. He'd be in, my thought was he'd be in Dolores' scenes. Oh, he'd yeah. He'd be hanging out with, <laughs> you know, the other Joe. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, moving on from that stuff, we have to talk about that fucking hair. My goodness that gracious $10,000 hairdo with 1,500 bobby pins. It's crazy. I mean, I love how Jersey it is. My first thought was that I laughed out loud. Mm -hmm. I thought it was hideous. Uh The sad thing is, because obviously I read every fucking article I could. Of course. The more I saw it, I kind of started to come around. (laughs) Because it made me think 1960s Italian housewife. Yeah. And so in that context, I mean, the dress was putrid, sorry. I liked it less and less every time I saw it, but the hair started, I guess, pun intended, growing on me. And it did detract from, like, the leather face yes. that she had. Oh. That fake tan was just super, super fake. I know. It's like she forgot to, to wash it off. 
You know, you yes. tan and then yes. after and a few <laughs> hours you have a shower. Yep. I think she forgot that step. Either or is she got the tan and then they part. Like, why is it that makeup artists feel the need to pile on the makeup for yeah. weddings with this idea that, you know, it makes it last all day? Well, there are techniques to make it last all day. It doesn't need to be packed on that much. I just, yeah, also, so you're not going to a desert island where makeup no longer exists. You can do top-ups. This is what I'm saying. It just yeah. was no bueno. I did not like her makeup. I mean, she spent $10,000 on that fake hair. Wouldn't you rather spend $10,000 on, like, giving yourself a forehead? <laughs> it's very distracting. Come on. And yeah. I know you can tell she's had a little bit of work done on that area. Just a tad. But... Like, you know, because now she's got a three head, not a one head. <laughs> but it's very distracting. She's a yeah. beautiful woman, don't get me wrong. But well, taste up the wazoo. Okay, she's mm-hmm. a pretty woman. <laughs> taste yeah. up taste up her caller. And what a waste of money, in my opinion. Oh, the whole just, wedding's a waste of money. I agree, I agree. I mean, I did love some of the comments people were tweeting that they called it a snooky special. I think that was Bravo Holics. That was funny. And Elizabeth DeFilippo, apparently she's someone, I'm sorry, I don't know, tweeted, I hope Bravo hit a GoPro in her hair to film oh the wedding. God. I yes, love that, that one. Great. But I just don't understand, like, that designer that designed her dress he's designed other dresses that i hated too so i'm not surprised he did tamra's wedding dress to eddie and he did denise richard's wedding dress to aaron remember that short one yeah yeah so he's not the greatest what do you think of the guest list it was kind of fun seeing all these random housewives there so cynthia was kenya was which i thought that was interesting because i'm like cynthia and kenya haven't since ultimate girls trip their friendship has gone down the hill so mm. I thought it would have been – it's going to be fun to see the two of them interact. I wonder if that's the first time they've seen each other since Ultimate Girls Trip Season 1. Yeah, maybe. But Phaedra, Dorinda, Jill. I laughed with Jill. Yeah. I saw one video of her being like, oh, oh or an Instagram post I think it was, which was just saying there. how beautiful the wedding was and just spilling all the details well, about it. funny because <laughs> Dorinda actually said that in person it was a lot more beautiful and I think the word she was looking for was striking, but... Yeah, the hair struck her yeah. speechless. I don't get the Ashley Darby, like how they know each other, but I suppose they do watch what happens live together, they do BravoCon together, they do all the upfronts together, all that shit. So I don't know. But the uh, Chanel, Chanel Ayan... Never she, met her in her life. She was such a last-minute invite. Chanel didn't have a dress. And didn't she? No. She wore like a plain black dress like with a jacket over it. She didn't have a dress to attend the wedding. Very chic. And she didn't have glam for the wedding. So she must have just been in town. And so she must have just got off the plane. I don't know. The fact that she didn't have like a big ass dress was surprising and very lucky because she already upstaged the bride on her show. So you wouldn't want yeah. to be doing that in fucking Jersey. No, God, no. So, yeah, that's all I got, love. Well, should we talk about Beverly Hills then? I guess we should. It's yeah. my turn or your turn? Your turn. Before <laughs> we get into it, did you see the Watch What Happens Live with Kathy and the Lizzo faux pas? I didn't see the Lizzo faux pas because obviously in Australia we get it the day after to watch and all right. I saw was what was on YouTube, the little YouTube clips, and I didn't, I missed it. So they were playing a game being like, does Kathy know who this celebrity is? Aww. And they put up... And she's blind as a fucking bat and she doesn't know anybody. Why sure. does she wear contacts? <laughs> I don't know. But so they put up Lizzo and yeah. she says, oh, I don't, is that, I think I know, is that precious? 
And no. I know. And so, like, oh, I'm really, no. like, I don't know if she was intending it to be a microaggression, but it certainly comes across as one. No, she was But wasn't. it's also funny, but it's also tacky. I, I don't yeah. know how I feel about it yet. I think it's just a Kathyism. Like, <laughs> she doesn't think you'd be better off saying I don't know, just leaving it at that. Yeah, I know. But then again, I wonder if she's looking at these images of people and trying to see if they're people she actually knows or has met. So maybe she's looking at it going, is that the person that I met? I don't know what she's thinking, but... I don't know, but... but Yeah, no bueno, huh? (laughs) But also funny. Why, funny because she's getting herself into trouble? Well, I think it's a funny read. Like, they've done it on Drag Race before where there was one of the queens. I think I think it was the reading challenge with Latrice mm-hmm. and someone said, like, oh, isn't she precious? No, oh. really, isn't she precious? <laughs> yeah, like, okay, It was enough. like a funny read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, but also it does seem very tasteless. Yeah, it does. And that was a reading challenge. This was just Kathy. I think Kathy's just oblivious and in her own world. So I don't know if that gives her a pass. I just think that, yeah, I think you're right. I think unintentional but still, yeah. Yeah, people are saying like, oh, whatever's going to happen in Aspen is true. (laughs) I now believe the (laughs) rumours. Well, maybe. It's pretty funny. Okay, so I'm a bit annoyed. Sure. Shameless, not ruthless. I mean, I get it. Oh, yeah. But we were under the impression that PK was getting new teeth. I know, he already got teeth and we didn't notice. Two years ago he got new teeth. So why do we have to see flashy photos of those grim chompers? Disgusting. Same colour as Teresa's fake tan. Pretty much. Oh, my God. I was just like, why why are we watching a dentist appointment? This is what I'm saying. I'm like, seriously, is this a sponsorship for the dentist? I was first going, why are we at the fucking dentist? But then, of course, it's to build a bridge to her charity dinner for the charity called Homeless Not Toothless, which I did not think was funny until Kyle started laughing and now I can't <laughs> stop laughing. Well, it's there's a lot going wrong with this charity. Yes. Sure, it could be a good thing Mm. right Mm -hmm. but like i don't think homeless is the term we use now i think we say like unhoused or something like that really people experiencing homelessness yeah i think like homeless is a bit of a slur now so okay step that back step that back for me you gotta back that shit up right now (laughs) if someone is homeless we can't say homeless because that's offensive how about it's offensive that in this day and age people are homeless while other people are eating $1,000 worth of caviar at fucking afternoon tea? Like, That's a great point. <laughs> I'm, this is the thing we want to focus our energies on? Really? Well, like, can I mean- we get a fucking grip, people? <laughs> if I was homeless, I wouldn't want them to water down, sugar down my state, like uh, my plight, my whatever. I'd be like, yes, I'm fucking homeless. Help a bitch out. (laughs) Sorry. Um, (laughs) For fuck's sake. What I also thought was crazy is that we've got this whole charity for I think one person, one homeless person to get dental work. I'm like, should we not just fix the cavities of a hundred people and yet we're giving like full on dental implants to one individual? Well, that was one auction, not one auction item. That was one donation. (laughs) Did you see anything else? Well, 
You're right. And I think the idea, did everyone that attend donate? I don't know. It just looked like a dinner. It didn't, it didn't look to, like to a charity raise gala. awareness to the ladies. So I think the idea would be that at the end of the day, people would be obliged to donate, surely. People, I, I don't. Think, I think, I think, because we obviously we don't live in their world, so we don't know how things are done. So someone out there who lives in that world, tell us the tea on how it works. But I'm under the impression that when you go to a dinner like that, every guest at the table is expected to cut a check. Mm-hmm. I think that's the etiquette. Okay. <laughs> Just back to this PK scene though. Like, uh-huh. I don't know how we go from Dorit being held at gunpoint to t- PK getting his teeth cleaned. Like, I just. We had such promise with this robbery storyline and it's just gone turd city. What else do you want? I mean, if she's going to drag out the PTSD of it all, I mean, drag it out. Right, okay. You want her to- We're watching a dentist appointment. I don't want to go to my own dentist appointments. I know. When I was watching the scene, I was thinking, fuck, I really do need to go to the dentist. So, (laughs) you know, it was a PSA for me. Oh, awareness. And how are we still talking about the fucking DUI? You're at the dentist. I know. Enough. 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 And, okay, question about this. One more thing about this dentist thing before we move on. So we get a before and after of Dorit's teeth. The before uh-huh. looked faker than the after. So my guess is this is her second set of teeth. Oh, yeah. There's no way she's not gone through a few sets of teeth. No, because the before teeth, they were literally one straight line like a fucking cartoon. Yeah. And then the second one, there was actually, like, individually shaped teeth that didn't look identical. They did look better after. PK and Dorit, they have been in so much financial trouble. I know, They've changed I know. out their teeth so that their bodies couldn't be identified and oh that they can God. change their identity. That's hilarious. You're so right. I mean, so right, You're telling Nathan. me Dorit doesn't have a secret identity behind her in her past? Like, please, this is oh. her third identity at most. Um, this is why the mixed accent, mate. Because mm-hmm. she does speak 4,000 languages. And do you think Dorit's the name she was born with? No, that's the that's the name you come up with when you're sitting in a room and you're looking around at things thinking, oh, shit, what's my name? What's my name? She eyes a bag of Doritos and she goes, Dorit. <laughs> oh, no. I'm pretty sure that Dorit is a Hebrew name. So, okay. you know. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe. Beg to differ. Let me Google it. Hold on. Okay. So, yes, it is Hebrew and it's the Hebrew version of... Of Doris. <gasps> Are you kidding me? Her, her name name's is Doris. Doris. Yep. That's perfect. Yep. Her name's Doris. Wow. There you go. We can call her Doris now. Great. What else happens? She mentioned Sharon Stone 600 times. Oh, yeah. I wasn't going to mention it because I just can't with this woman. Like, I know. Sharon Stone moved away from you, Dorit. <laughs> she didn't move houses. She wanted no longer to live next door to you. Bullshit. Sharon Stone knocked on your door and said you should get involved in this charity. No clue who you really? are, Dorit. She would have sent someone. She wouldn't have come over herself. Yeah. I did think it was funny that when Dorit was talking to the ladies and inviting them to the charity dinner, that Lisa Rinna was again outside. She wasn't in oh. the house. She was outside. Talk about homeless, not toothless. I, I was thinking that. I was thinking, does she really have a home or is it like a, a TV set? Yeah, it's a flat wall. Yeah, I'm with you. Possibly. Sorry, I got really excited about that with my, yeah, yeah. Sutton, she's at her store with her assistant, Joshua, and Crystal rocks up. The only thing I cared about this whole scene was when Sutton was talking about Crystal's outfit and called her fancy. I love her accent. Mm. 
oh, that gave me so much joy. I'm like, fancy. So that's how I'm going to be saying fancy from now on. Okay. Yeah. You didn't like it? Yeah, it was great. Okay, fine. She tells. Can we move on. <laughs> she tells. <laughs> she tells Crystal about Rinna's backyard party, and Crystal said that Rinna is still pissed at Sutton. And I got to tell you, I was shocked. I thought we about, moved on. Oh, I know. Ugh. Like you've had your outburst. Get over yeah, it. Yeah. It's about a fucking table. I know oh. that you didn't have to fork out any money for it's like you're still deflecting like whether Sutton paid for it or someone else paid for it you didn't pay for it (laughs) get over it I think that's what we should be talking about but yeah we get a a little quick clip of Rinna Diana and Crystal talking they were somewhere I don't know where the fuck they were they were talking about Crystal's eating disorder because Lisa said that at her house it came up. That's how she put it. It came up. She was spinning it, wasn't she? There's uh, no way that she was reflecting the accuracy of what not happened. Not at all. And Sutton, of course, tells her that, that the women weren't talking about her as if they were concerned. They were talking yeah. about her with judgment, which is so true. They were. If I were Crystal, I would have been devastated to hear that. I know. I think she really, she seemed to handle it really well. So potentially she was just like, I'm not going to let this upset me. I'm going to wait to see on the show and judge for myself. And then be devastated. And then be devastated, exactly. Mm. And then we move to Diana's house and Asher is singing and playing the piano again. In a hat. In a hat that one would not typically wear indoors. That was a big hat. It was a big fucking hat. I must say, this was the most ridiculous scene I've ever seen when Diana said, oh, I love to just sit and watch him when he doesn't realise I'm here. It's just uh, when he's playing the piano and he's oblivious to my presence, it's my favourite time of day. And I'm like, there's a camera pointed at him. Yeah. And he's mic'd up. Yeah. And also you're sitting on the stairs, which are directly next to the piano. He's got peripheral vision. He can see you. I don't know. I don't know what to tell In that fugly tracksuit. I did <sighs> note the tracksuit again. Did you hear the cliches in the, um, the bit of the song? That- Honestly, I blacked out. I couldn't listen to a thing of it. Yeah, I know. It was team too much, man. It was just, and Asher calls Diana the brains behind all of it. I'm like, don't you mean she's the money behind all of it? Yeah. Come on, She's the Tom Girardi to your pretty mess, Inc. Totally. And it was so cringy in her confessional where she calls him a sweet child. I know. Like, I've called my partner a fucking baby before. In a fight? In a fight. (laughs) But I don't think I've ever, no, I can say definitively, I have never called him a child. That's creepy. Especially when the the guy you're fucking is the same age as your kids. Like, (laughs) don't call him a kid. Yes, I think that that adds to the cringe factor. Oh, I just skeeved. It was so... Diana's a skeevy person. She is a little skeevy, isn't she? Oh, always licking the lips and the yeah. whole thing with the book. Like she's, she's got to start licking those lips. Hey, I can't disgusting. not see it anymore. Mm-hmm. And apart from those fuggle trackies, the most delicious part of this scene was that caviar. I looked it up. The brand. How much? Eight hundred and fifty US dollars for that tin wow. of caviar that they just happened to have on the table for a little afternoon nosh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you uh, know what. She can afford it and she can also afford to have more babies because she wants more babies because she likes having babies. I know women like that. I don't get it, but I know women who've said it. The IRS is watching this just taking copious notes. I doubt that woman has not paid her taxes. She's (sighs) got gajillions of dollars. 
She has, we'll get her for something. She has so much money that I would physically need to use a pen and paper and write the zeros because I wouldn't be able to count them out loud. I wouldn't be then, able to give you a number of the zeros in her bank account. I'd physically have to use a pen and paper to work it out. Then why is she resorting to going on this show to get her husband slash boyfriend slash child a career? Like just pay for him to have a career. Well, Tom paid for Erica to have a career and no one knew about it till she was on the show. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then we go to Kyle's. See, this This is why this episode sucks because there's just teeny tiny scenes where little crumbs of, of information to build the storyline are actually coming out. This so, fucking Kyle. Yeah. She has just realised, like, she's. I think she's just checked a blog or listened to a podcast and been like, oh, maybe people don't find it endearing when I do the splits at every fucking party. Maybe to rectify that, to course correct that storyline, uh-huh. I'll say I've got some sort of disease. <laughs> I you did, do not, I did you fucking idiot. I find it interesting that it's 12 seasons of the show, so 12 years it has taken her to tell us that she has hypermobility syndrome. She does not. Well, I did always wonder how someone who you can tell does not exercise, how they're so flexible. It's not like we've ever seen her go to yoga class or anything (laughs) like that. Like she says, I walk around my backyard. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I didn't Google hypermobility syndrome. Shall I Google it? Do you think she just Googled it and found it and thought it was a thing? She's just flexible. I think I think that's all it is. How can and she's you be like flexible without stretching though. I don't know, but I also I think she's lying through her teeth. Right. And I don't like her. Right. Okay. I'm a little shocked to hear that you don't like Kyle. I've never heard you say that. So yeah. I need I need a moment. She's such a villain in this episode. She Ugh. is. And then they have okay. They've got a guy who is a professional stretch trainer. I mean, what the fuck's that? Is that I mean, just code for cute boy come and come over to my house and fuck me while my husband's at work? A stretch yeah. trainer, it's really? The new pool, pool cleaner, yep. right? And he brings a sound bath, but we don't actually hear the sound bath, and I'm not complaining about that. No, we did. We get don't need that. another sound bath. And this is where the first good moment of the episode happens. We get a flashy of Kathy asleep when they were in Del Mar and they had a sound bath. I mean, oh, I loved yeah. that moment. That That's was fun. so funny. So Erica makes everything about sex, blah, blah. We find Ugh. we find out her fuck buddy is older than her but younger than Tom. So he's somewhere between 50 and 80. Good for <laughs> yeah. her. What a good window. I know, right? <laughs> it's true. What a good window. <laughs> oh, they bitch about Garcelle talking about Erica's drinking. Erica denies that she has a drinking problem and she's pissed at Garcelle for saying so. How can you deny you've got a drinking problem when you just had a renovation and you were telling people like, I hit my head, I vomited, I've got a problem. (laughs) But now she doesn't. Yeah. I think she's saying that Garcelle's calling her an alcoholic. And are we not agreeing? I think there is an issue that people have that they think that if you have had periods in your life of not having a problem with alcohol, that that means you will forever not have a problem with alcohol. It's not how it works. Yeah. And I think that's where Erica's coming from. I think she's sitting there going, I've never had a problem with alcohol before, which so therefore that means I'm not an alcoholic. That's, yeah, again, it's not how it works, lovey. Mm-hmm. How could you not think that? I know. Like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> 
That's when Kyle starts laughing at the charity name Homeless Not Toothless. And again, I did not even think it was funny at all when I heard it. But now that Kyle's laughing, I can't stop laughing. So basically, I'm a bitch. I was the opposite. I sort of laughed when Dorit first talked about it. Then as soon as Kyle, as soon as Kyle laughed, I was like, this fucking Kyle, what a bitch. You're laughing at a charity. I can't stop laughing now. I'm just, I'm just laughing now. I'm a fucking bitch like Kyle. Fuck you, Kyle. Yeah. She brings people down. She does. She's bringing the worst out in me. Fuck her. Mm -hmm. Okay. Just before we go to Dorit's house for this party, They're all calling each other getting glam. I'm like, even Kyle's getting glam. Wow. Thank God we didn't have to sit through a scene of Erica and Mikey Minden with her getting glam. Oh, thank God. Thank God. Now, I love Dorit's dress, not going to lie, but we're calling it Vintage Cavalli. That dress is from the (laughs) 90s. So does that mean I'm vintage? Is this what we're saying? Yeah. Yeah. I I knew you'd agree. You know what? You're going to be my (laughs) age one day and you're going to feel my pain. (laughs) I, I think 90s is vintage. Fuck you. We're in Goodbye, 2022. Nathan. Goodbye. <laughs> you know that's 30 years ago. Like How it's is not 30 yesterday. 30 years ago vintage. Well, what's the definition of vintage then? Like 100 years? Oh, sweetie. I suppose I that's antique. So. <laughs> so that's just vintage comes before antique, does it? I think so. I think if you can find it in an op shop, it's vintage. Oh. Well, then I'm definitely vintage and you can go fuck yeah. yourself. There's nothing wrong with being vintage. Oh, my God. This is your lying voice. When you when your voice goes up an octave, you're lying. No, I'm not. <laughs> I love it. All right, Kathy arrives with her friend Dwight, which I didn't care about until we found out that he was Lisa Vanderpump's friend and we get a flashy of him pushing Ken Todd in the pool. So That's it's great. not a quite New Jersey, your husband's in the pool moment, but I did love seeing Ken get pushed in the pool and I needed to mention it. And I like how they can't say her name. No. Because if they say it too many times, she'll appear. So they just say former friend. <laughs> I love that. Former like she's friend. fucking Voldemort. Yeah, it's true. And, yeah, apparently this um, this guy is also an ex-friend of Lisa, just like Dorit. Wow, she's really wrecking up the ex-friends like Crystal. Wouldn't if you were Dorit feel bad about the fact that PK is no longer friends with someone that he was friends with for like 35 years until you came yeah. along? Okay, so... Kathy's checking out the table settings and she sees Diana's name card. She says, oh, Diane's coming. Now, <laughs> PK has to correct her and say her name's Diana. And then it occurred to me that when Kathy went to Diana's house, they were talking to each other like they knew each other. So... She thought it was a different person. It's Lizzo all over again. Okay, fine. You know, I don't like talking about PK's DUI. However, okay. they fucking buried the lead about this DUI. He was having dinner with Lionel Richie and John fucking Legend. How have we not mentioned that part before? That's the best part of the whole fucking story. Yeah, and it makes me think he was drunk because you're not going to dinner with those two people and not having a few bevvies. No shit. And I do love the fact that he says the real lesson is that when you think you're okay, you may not be. And Erica's response is, huh, what was that? (laughs) Do you reckon it was a dig? So (laughs) fuck. um, Well, I think she was querying whether it was a dig. Yeah. I don't know if it was a dig, but I think that if it was, PK did a really good job and I fucking love that bit. That's probably the funniest bit of the whole episode to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That or Sutton bringing Dorit olive oil and oregano as a hostess gift. Beautiful gift. I don't understand. She said that's for the chef and PK was confused because obviously Dorit <laughs> doesn't cook. So I, I don't know what to tell you. 
Do you think she just thought the food would be so bland at Dorit's house? Well, PK did ask if she wanted it on her food. I don't understand. (laughs) Do you think she's always got to come up with a hostess gift? So do you think she was just leaving the house and she was like, fuck, I didn't get anything? No. Checks the candle cupboard. There's no candle. So she's like, I'll just grab this olive oil. (laughs) Is it a thing? I don't think so. I'm very confused. But anyway, maybe Dorit does cook? No, she doesn't cook. I don't know. Now, what did you think of this next scene of when Mo and PK were checking all the ladies out? Really bizarre. I mean, I love the part where Mo says Dorit's dress is beautiful and Erica's is short. (laughs) I don't know about this. If you had to pick one of the wives and we couldn't pick one of ours, who would you pick? Are you buying into the conspiracy that Dorit and Maurizio are having an affair? (gasps) What? Mm -hmm. That's the rumour. No. Yeah. But then why would PK be buying Mo gifts? Why wouldn't it be the other way around then out of the guilt? It does certainly think that Maurizio and PK, it seems like they're trying to fuck each other. When when one of them was like, was Maurizio came up to PK and was like, oh, you've got muscles. And he was like touching him and stuff. I was, maybe they're trying to line up a 3-0 or a 4-0. I don't know. I mean, Mo's definitely high, which is- Oh, high as a fucking kite. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think so. I, I do. <laughs> I just think it's a bit mean. Like, just because these two blokes are getting along, they're really good friends. They enjoy being together. I don't understand what the problem is. People can't be friends. Okay, yeah, but but what about the Dorit and Maurizio bit? I mean, it's juicy, but is this kind of how the rumour started with Melissa, Gorga and the hot guy? Because it's almost like you two are the more attractive people in this <laughs> quad, so let's just make up a rumour that you must be fucking. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care for it yet. I mean, it's juicy. The first, When you first said it, I was like, ooh, that's juicy. And then I thought, no, that's mean. Keep an eye out for it. Because okay. there was like one scene weeks ago when Dorit first got robbed. And so then her, PK and Maurizio, they have like a group hug and she kisses Maurizio's shoulder. It's like, oh, hello. Well, because they're close. Yeah, I'm sure they are. I think we're being confused by the fact that these people are actually friends. They hang out when there's no cameras there. It's very unusual for us as viewers. That's true. it's the way it is going. This is why Beverly Hills sucks because a bunch of them are actual friends and won't talk about each other properly. They need to stop casting friends. And the whole time we were just like, why can't you people get along? And we got what we wanted and it sucks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nah. I mean, do we want to talk about the fact that Mo picks Rina and PK picks Erica? No, I don't want to talk about it. It grosses me out. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, gross. Yeah, okay, cool. Erica says she can have one cocktail and Garcelle in confessional says it's a dinner, open bar, let's see what happens. I like that. Yeah. That was funny. Kathy makes Dorit repeat the charity name because she clearly forgot. And then when she does, she's like, oh, that's great. And then you see Kyle still having to stifle a laugh. Kathy Mm -hmm. is just, I don't know where her mind is, but whatever planet it's on, I really want to move there. Toot sweet. Yeah. And then, of course, Kyle has to bring up the Rinna saying to Sutton, get the fuck out. Rinna's denying she said it. Everyone's saying she said it. Sutton doesn't want to talk about it. So Kyle turns to Dorit and asks her about it right in front of Sutton. I mean, Kyle has no storyline, so she just has to be a menace. I know. And look, we did get a flashy of it. Rinna said, fuck you, get out of my house if you're going to talk like that. So she didn't say get the fuck out, but she implied it. And she also said fuck you. So it's like the swearing's there. You can't deny you didn't swear. Yeah. Then all of a sudden Rina starts talking really loudly. She says that the issue is that Sutton didn't apologise to Harry, 
Well, then, of course, we get confessional where Sutton is reading the text message that she sent Harry out loud. <laughs> and I love when Sutton says at the table, she goes, oh, I do believe I did. Or something. <laughs> she had this weird accent. Oh, I do believe like, I did. She's like, I do believe I did. I love <laughs> I don't it. I know what she was doing. I it was love so her. Funny. She's the best. And then she was doing like prop comedy. She pulled out that little book thing and she was like the book of Lisa Rinna. I was oh, like, I love you, Sutton. It's true. She's so funny. And then I did think it was funny that some of the people at the dinner, Crystal, knew and they were texting her going, what the fuck's going on? Because Rinna's just screaming at Sutton. Yeah. Like, what made you do that? When I get it, I will let it the fuck go. Screaming. Screaming across the table at an intimate dinner party. But she sent the text. She included a kitty cat kissy emoji. I know. Then you is, know is it's Harry true. Hamlin not telling her this? He's not communicating to Rinna to get her up to date on the storyline, so he's sending her in with bad info. Yeah. Or she's just a fucking idiot. Either way, she just wanted to be mad, and we will find out why shortly. But before we do... We find out that this huge surprise that fucking Kyle was going ape shit over. Oh boy, oh boy. Was Melissa Etheridge. <laughs> what a flop. I was just I look, I wish that I was like Kathy in that I wanted to be able to go, who the fuck's that? Yeah. Uh- yeah. And then Sutton says that she's her girl crush. Really, bitch? Really? <laughs> Okay, not going to lie, I fast-forwarded it. Oh, it was boring. I was, was not boring. interested in Melissa Etheridge. I don't want her to go anywhere near my window. I just, I'm not a fan <laughs> It's all. like I was expecting Sharon Stone. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. No, what it a, wasn't. Where was the link? But how funny would it have been for this for Melissa to be like upstairs behind a curtain, wherever the fuck she was, I Listening to this fight going, um, like, you've got me for an hour. Are we going to start? Yeah. And she's like, what are they actually fighting about? And I was like, oh, Elton John's charity event. Yeah. Someone didn't send a thank you note when they bought a table. She'd be like, what the fuck? Exactly. What really tickled me was the whole hubbub about the lights. So with Dorit, she can't trust PK to turn up the lights or turn down the lights. And I'm like, this is why I think she's fucking Maurizio because she has no patience for this man. I did notice that and was like a bit bitch. You know, there's a camera there and you're... She's belittling him. She is belittling him. I don't and trust when, you with a lighting dimmer. When we saw the preview before the ad break, she mm. was like, you're, you're ruining, you're messing with my anxiety, PK. Don't, don't. And I was like, oh no, like him turning down the lights. Maybe she's having a PTSD like attack because of the robbery. But oh. no, she's just worried that he's going to ruin the surprise. <laughs> she's forgotten that she got held at gunpoint. That he organised. It's his surprise. It's not your surprise. Yeah, it's just fucking lights, mate. I mean, he's the one that has connections with has-been stars, not you. If you can't trust your husband to work a dimmer switch, maybe divorce him because there's, there's no future there. Yeah, that's sad. She's like, I'll stand by you through a DUI yeah. and an attempted robbery, but I will not stand by a dimmer <laughs> switch gone wrong. Yeah, calm down. That wasn't kind. That was far from it. If I did that to my partner on TV, no less, he wouldn't fucking talk to me for a week. He'd be like, fuck no. you. Right? Yeah. Here we've got Lisa Rinna blindly defending Harry Hamlin. Yeah. And and demanding apologies for something that he wasn't even aware of. Yeah. And yet Dorit's just like <laughs> openly calling PK an idiot. <laughs> On international TV. She's like, you big oaf. <laughs> oh, Bubba, Bubba, the light switch. You don't know how to work a light switch, Bubba. <laughs> it's delicious, isn't it? 
Oh, good times. Anyway, back to the fucking fight. I don't know. Like I said, I didn't listen to her, but apparently Melissa Estridge caused Rinna to have a heart. I don't know. Yeah, and even Erica didn't, like, sing along, so that was a blessing. Oh, thank God. Mustn't have known the lyrics. Well, she didn't know last time either, but anyway, didn't (laughs) stop her from singing it. And the only thing we can say positively about Rinna is that she finally admits that when she was yelling at Sutton, it had nothing to do with Sutton and everything to do with her grieving her mum. And yet... I don't buy it. Yeah? Did you see any tears on that eye? No. No, she'll cry over a bunny, but there was no tears right now. That's true. And we know she can pull out a tear, but there was she was dry as a bone. Wow. And I just think the fight wasn't going her way. Yeah. Sutton wasn't backing down because you know what bullies are like. And also the fact that Sutton could prove that she had texted Harry. Yeah, and so she was like, oh, I might have to backtrack. Or maybe while Melissa Etheridge was singing, Lisa was texting Harry going, did Sutton actually apologise to you? He said yes, and she went, oh, fuck, I've got to turn this around. Because all of a sudden I don't think she was listening to Melissa, yeah. She was thinking, how do I get out of this? This makes way more sense because I don't think that Melissa Etheridge could stop any fight from happening. So she figured out via text that yes, Sutton apologised, so now she's like, the reason I am said I'm still angry, I can't be anymore. And from what we know of Rinna, and I think that because she's the one that was tweeting, being like, oh, do I not get any grace because of Lois? And I'm like, you're already lining up yeah. an excuse. Yeah. You're already lining up the, the dead mum card, as horrible as it is to say. Yeah. I don't trust her. No. I think she's like, I've got a tool in my arsenal and we're going to use it no matter how much of a heartless bitch I am. She's been a real soap actress this season, hasn't she? And they were indoors, so there were no birds. There were no birds. So she couldn't say Lois came to me and told me to, like, squash this fight with you. Yep. Yeah. I mean, oh, no, hang on. They were eating chicken palm. (laughs) Oh, she was eating her mum. Oh, no. Lois, you tasted good, (laughs) darling. Oh, no. Everything tastes good with a bit of cheese and sorghum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it would have been better if it was Harry's sorghum, but anyway. And that's I'm the end. Harry's <laughs> Yeah, thank God. What a horrible episode. Oh, well, Rinna did sob in front of the guests. So not only did Dry she sob. yell in front of the guests, she sobbed. She didn't just, like, have a little, like, whimper. She sobbed. There was a lot of sound coming out of that woman. A lot. Too much. Too much. Too much to be real. And maybe Erica did only have one cocktail because we didn't hear from her for the rest of the episode, which I'm I know, not that's mad what I was like, at. Is this a to be continued? Are we going to pick up again where <sighs> she's drunk? But maybe no. not. So next time they're at a table and Sutton says in front of everyone that she got called by a lawyer about one of Erica's lawsuits. And I just, I swear to God, I reckon it was Ron Richards. Oh, you reckon? Oh, it had to be. He's yeah. the only one fishing about gossip about Erica. Yeah, he's as thirsty as Jill Zarin. Yeah, no, you're right. He is as thirsty as Jill Zarin. That's a good one. Crystal is crying to her husband that she feels pressure from the ladies to get help. How do you respond to that when your partner has a debilitating, life-threatening disorder? I don't know how I would respond to that. On one hand, I'd be like, they shouldn't pressure you to feel like crap. But on the other hand, I'd be like, well, whatever convinces you, to get help, I don't know. I think Evan on Jersey actually did a quite a good job of being that support system without telling her what to do and Agreed. just supporting whatever she came to but trying to nudge her in the right direction kind of. What was so good about how Evan handled it is he didn't tell her what she should do. He yeah. told her how he felt. Yeah, it's tricky. Yeah, you're right. Evan's just glorious, isn't he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Kyle's like smashing crabs and like yakking to her kids. I don't care. How is this like even a scene for like next time? We don't even care. Mate, we got dental work this episode. Like <laughs> we're going to go to the bank next. I know. <laughs> and then we're going to go to the post office, buy some stamps. <laughs> then we're going to do- go do groceries with Lisa Rinna so she can stock up on her toilet paper. And drop some shit off at the dry cleaners. Oh, yeah, we'll do that. I mean, Diana's got to drop off all those trackies, doesn't she? Yeah, we'll go vintage shopping. What a way to live. I know. There's a 70s-themed party for some reason. I don't know, but I'm into it. And that's when Erica confronts Garcelle about Garcelle's commenting on her drinking. And we hear Garcelle say the most delicious words, Mm. I don't have to make you look bad. You can do that on your own. Yes! So good. Can't wait for that. So good. Loving that. And that is the end of this loser-adjacent episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. I mean, out of ten, I think I would have given it a four. Yeah, okay. Yeah, how I'm about you? I'm on the three. Three. Yeah. Three. I was feeling a bit generous because I did giggle at points. Man, I was so bored. Yeah, it wasn't great. And the last episode wasn't great. We're in a dry patch. We are in a dry patch. There's no other shows that we're covering either. We need to fire some bitches. When are we getting Jersey? I want my Jersey. I think Salt Lake will be before Jersey. No. Okay, I'm up for that. I think Jersey really only just finished. They just finished filming it. But, like, they just finished airing it, like, maybe three months ago. Oh, really? I feel like we covered that just before Down Under in Beverly Hills. I think you might be right. Maybe instead of asking, like, the ether, I just fucking Google it (laughs) and figure out what's (laughs) next. (laughs) I think it might be Salt Lake. Yeah. I am ready for Roni. Like, I know they're still a mess figuring out what to do, but... I'd like it to be back. Yeah. I mean, we always have high hopes for Rooney. It's our first love. Was the season that bad? Like, was it bad (laughs) enough to sort of cancel it and not have a reunion? I would have loved a reunion. I would have loved to have seen Ramona Coppert. That would have been great. Uh Uh-huh. But if they had made that reunion three fucking episodes, I would have been really upset. (laughs) Like, whatever happened to one, two, done? One, two punch was perfect for reunions. It left you wanting more. Uh-huh. Just just quickly. Yar. Below Deck Med. Oh. That was a great episode with the whole tumultuous relationship. That was That abusive good. texts. That- I mean, the chef's a psycho. Yeah, well, did you see her on Watch What Happens Live? No. Nah. So she was basically saying that there was a lot more to it and yeah. that he's basically, he came off a lot better than he was. Oh, really? Shit. Yeah. That's the impression I got. When you're text bombing someone like that, oof. She was sort of like saying things like, I'm not the kind of person to hold a grudge. I like to move on from things. So through all of that very polite talk, that's what I gathered from what she was saying, that he came off a lot better. The way that he explained himself was nowhere near close to how actually it was. Yikes. Yeah. Maybe Rina should have a panic attack next time to get out of a tense situation because it seems to help. Yeah, it seems to work. It seems to work. Yeah. yeah. Man. You know it's a good episode of Below Deck when you don't see any charter guests? Yeah, we didn't, did we? Because they had a whole episode worth of stuff just in the interim, which is amazing. That guy was a fuckwit. That other chick, Reagan, whatever her name is, got fired. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're, you're so right now. It never occurred to me that they set up for at least one person to get fired every season. Every season? How have I been watching all of these below decks for how long and not <laughs> noticed that? I'm just a fucking idiot. Just spoon feed me your shit. I'll fucking take it. But, yeah, Below Deck's probably the best show on Bravo that I'm watching right now. Uh, Agreed. Sad, isn't it? But they've always been good. 
They've always oh. been way better than is advertised. Compulsively watchable. Me too. Like I'm not really living for Atlanta. I'm watching Married to Medicine Atlanta, which I've always loved. And yeah, I'm not really getting that much from there either. I did enjoy on Atlanta the candy clapping back at Marlo. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> yes, you are correct because she's – always holds her cool with with stuff like that and tries not to take it personally. Until she gets the shaky voice. Oh, my God. When she gets that shaky voice, I keep (sighs) expecting her to cry. And I'm like, Mariana, you have seen her on your TV for how many years? Like 11 years. She's not going to cry. She's pissed. Someone else is going to (laughs) cry. Yeah. (laughs) That is the best part of her, isn't it? Because other than that, she just kind of giggles along and shuts up. But when she gets mad, it's good TV. And I think Marlo... I don't know if she's just changed her behaviour since getting a peach, mm. but it's coming off as a bit desp. It is. I agree. And you know what? They held off giving her a peach for so long and I think they were right. I think their first instinct was right. I've always enjoyed the Marlowe on my TV and I'm not enjoying it this season. But yeah. then again, she's in a shitty place uh-huh. in her personal yeah. life. The kicking the nephews out thing, it's very awkward to watch. She shouldn't have phrased it as I'm kicking them out. She should have phrased it as we're all having a timeout right now because this isn't working so we need a reset. Yeah, that's much better. (laughs) And that's kind of what she was doing. Like when your therapist is saying this might be a good option for you. She shouldn't have kicked him out. She should have put them on pause. Yes, that is right. She should have said I just put it on pause because they need to appreciate what we have and this is going to cause that. What's the opposite of a holiday? (laughs) I mean, that's basically what was happening. Mm. Okay, darling, well. Well, yep, that's that's all all we got. got. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.